Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. U.S. shares jumped overnight as tech companies and small caps led the way. The picture is a bit more muddled here in Asia-Pacific, though, where markets are mixed. In the U.S., the Russell 2000 index of small cap companies finished up 2.8%, the Nasdaq rose 2.3%, and the Dow finished up 465 points. In Asia-Pacific trade, Tokyo is marginally higher and Sydney is in the red as investors await the release of a new budget. Markets in China are closed today for the golden week holidays. Joining me now to break down all the market action is Ryan Huang. How's Tuesday morning been looking for you? Right. Tuesday morning's better than Monday morning. So, so far so good. So far so good. How's it doing words. for you? I'm happy to be alive. I was in a little like a scrape on the roads yesterday, uh. so this guy clipped my um, mirror, you know, on the side. And then we had to draw up to the side of the road and he had to do that ominous walking around his vehicle to see if there was any damage, but he clipped into me. Okay, so hope everything's okay now and you're okay. I'm fine. All the bones are in place. <laughs> happy to be here. We're going to start this morning in Washington DC where US President Donald Trump has returned to the White House after spending 3 nights at Walter Reed hospital. He was being treated there for COVID-19. So the U.S. president has tweeted, don't be afraid of COVID, seemingly downplaying the danger. Is he out of the woods yet, Ryan? Yeah, some people say he's back in the pink of health. Some people say he's orange. So he is by most measures, if you look at what's happening on images on TV, he's looking very well. He's doing a lot of photo ops. So he is really making himself visible in the past few hours after getting out of hospital. And this was mm-hmm. 6.30 p.m. his time, which is 6.30 a.m. our time. So this has just happened in the past few hours. Uh, so what we know so far is he's on his way back to the White House. And by all measures, it seems like he's going to go back to the campaign run uh, and just keep pushing on. Um, but of course, um, the details around how things will change on his campaign trail, will he be more, um, will he have more measures in place in terms of safety around COVID-19, I think that is going to be watched to see how he's going to change things in terms of um, meeting his supporters. Mm. Uh, and I think um, it's quite interesting in the past few hours as well, or past few days, how active he has been on Twitter. At one stage, in one hour, he tweeted 18 times, one-liners in caps, and people are saying, you know, this may be a sign of a side effects from his medicines. Yeah, the, the need to speak louder. I mean, why all caps was my question. Listen, more details have come to light about how doctors have been treating the U.S. president's illness. He received supplemental oxygen twice, once on Friday, again on Saturday. As we discussed in the show yesterday, he's also received an experimental cocktail and a five-day course of remdesivir. Those drugs are made by Regeneron and Gilead Sciences, respectively. So, how did Regeneron and Gilead shares do overnight? Yeah, so these were experimental drugs that were given to President Trump on a special uh, permission basis. So compassionate use is the technical term. Uh, so on the back of that news, we saw stock prices up for these two companies. Mm. So you have Regeneron up 7% and Gilead Sciences also getting a lift up 2.3%. But once again, these are no, not available for the public yet. So something uh, that is still being trialed. And um, if you were, I guess, a normal public person, you would need to go through a clinical trial 
So right. there is still quite some way to go before this reaches the public. The circle of people close to Trump who've contracted COVID is expanding. The latest members of the White House to test positive are Trump's press secretary, Kayleigh McEnany, and two of her deputies. Trump's bout with COVID may be pushing his administration to move forward on negotiations with Democrats in the U.S. Congress over a new stimulus bill. So it appears, Ryan, that investors are optimistic about the likelihood of a bill being passed. Yeah, so what we are hearing mm. is Treasury Secretary Stephen Mnuchin and um, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. They've been exchanging phone calls and latest exchange has them um, talking about their um, numbers and how some of those numbers can, just, can be justified. So what's going to happen next is they will exchange documents and have another phone call to talk around those documents. And I guess just to sum things up, they have the Democrats have a proposal that is worth around $2.2 billion. And you have the Republicans in the White House willing to spend $1.6 billion. So there is a bit of a gap in terms of where they are meeting in terms of numbers. So that is going to be part of the conversation when they meet um, again, or at least talk on the phone call, who has to give way and that com- compromise uh, is, I guess, apparently being priced in into the markets. Markets apparently are still hoping for a deal to be done soon. Yeah. We're going to bring the discussion to Singapore now. In Parliament yesterday, Deputy Prime Minister Heng Sui Kiet unveiled a number of new stimulus programs meant to boost the economy and help struggling families. These include training support, grants for families with newborn children, extending those bridge loans, no new funds are being allocated. All of the programs will be financed with the $8 billion stimulus package that was announced back in August. Ryan, how are economists and investors reacting to the new programs? Okay, so just to set things up, right, you are, I guess, going into this with very low expectations because DPM Heng has been saying in the past few days there will be no new measures, mm. no policy measures. So mm. that managed expectations from the markets not to expect a bazooka or anything that was going to spook or surprise the markets. So it was pretty much well communicated that this would just be a reiteration of previous messages and just providing a bit of clarity around what would happen. Uh, I guess the takeaway that could be positive um, for um, people like you and me is that there are plans to help position Singapore to be a hub of sorts for technology um, and to foster inclusive growth and to make sure we can make sure that um, economic rebound is sustainable. So Mm. that is part of the conversation, as well as um, borrowers will have more uh, leeway. So that debt moratorium that borrowers had that would expire at the end of the year, that is now pushed back to June next year. So they will get a bit more relief in terms of financial measures. So that is something, I guess, all in positive that you are getting these targeted measures to help support parts of the economy. So that is um, the takeaway. Uh, we are yep. apparently on track for mm-hmm. things to get better. We are charting our way towards phase three. All right. Time to play one of our classic games, Up or Down. I'm go- I'll give you an asset or item in the news and you tell us, Ryan, is it moving up or down? Ready to play? Let's go. Air Asia. All right. Asia down because they had some news. They were cancelling their Japanese um, flights. Absolutely right. Air Asia has seized operations in Japan, reportedly pulling out of India as well. It's trying to reduce its cash burn.
Movie cinemas, Ryan. Yeah, so these um, cinemas are badly hit because they are not able to screen as many movies as before. And mm. this includes the James Bond series, which has been delayed again. So I think that is down. No, it's been delayed again. Till next year, apparently. Till next year, apparently. <laughs> oh, and gosh. What's in the news is, I think the second largest movie chain temporarily closing their cinemas now. God, I haven't been to a movie in, in nine months. Sonos! So Sonos in the news because of Apple, because oh. Apple does not want to sell third-party speakers and mm. headphones anymore. So that is going to be uh, one less op- uh, revenue stream or revenue platform for them. Sonos stock fell more than 2% in extended trading after those reports, Ryan. I have a Sonos at home. It's mm. terrific. Crystal clarity sound. I highly recommend it. Holiday travel in China. All right. With one week of holidays, I don't think people will be staying at home. So this is going to be up, I guess. Holiday travel. Yes. Yes. Holiday travel up. Hotel prices up as well. Clear sign. China's moving past COVID. Okay. Finally, Hyundai. Yeah. So goodbye to traffic jams because mm. they are planning flying cars. I didn't think I'd see that headline (laughs) coming. Yeah, uh, planning to launch flying cars by 2028. That's not far away. Finally, Ryan, the STI climbed back above the 2500 mark yesterday, rising nearly 1%. It finished the session at 25.17. Is it adding to those gains this morning? Yeah, so it's up for a second day. 0.7% in the green, 2,534. And talking about those um, loan moratoriums being extended, debt moratoriums, no impact on the banks. Uh, We have the banks up. 0.4% 0.4% for DBS, UOB up by 0.5%. Uh, and making, I guess, the news later today likely to be SPH read because they will be announcing their results. So far, it's flat at 88 cents. Ryan Huang joining me this morning in Market View Read with me, Michelle Martin, straight ahead. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.